are about to hear a life-changing message preached at Revival International Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Proverbs 3, verse 9 and 10, the Bible says, Honor the Lord with thy substance, with the first fruits of all thine increase, so shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay preaches a powerful message about the different levels of honor. Honor is to show respect, acknowledgement, and appreciation to someone for who they are and for what they have done. Those who honor God, honor the church, respect worship, respect his words, and respect the men and women that represent him. So let us listen into this anointed word and be blessed. Wonderful. Well, you know, I want to announce that from now we're going to have our preaching in two sessions. Amen. The first session, then we'll have a dancing stars, or we'll have a break to do something, and then we'll do the second part. Because I realize that it will do better. And then we'll have different themes to it. Okay. And so um, I want to share with you the first part of the message. Amen. And um, this one is based on the topic, honor. Honor. Amen. Honor. Honor. You see, the Bible says, for example, um, in, let me start from uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. The Bible says, honor the Lord with your substance, 3, 9, and with the first fruit of your increase honor the lord with your substance and with the first fruit of your increase and then it goes on with a promise so shall your barns be filled with plenty plenty you see that and your vats will burst presses with new wine bible says that if you honor the lord with your substance okay he will bless you said that your bands will be filled with plenty. You know, and the presence with new wine. Now, honor is to show respect, acknowledgement. Is to appreciate somebody for who he is and what he has done. Yeah. We usually, the best way to understand honor is to see with your father. The Bible says in, now watch this, Proverbs 3 verse 9. The Bible says in, um, the, the, the book of Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 1 through 3 says children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right correct and the verse 2 it says honor your father and your mother and in brackets which is the first commandment with promise the first commandment that God puts a promise all the commandments you know when you have a father and giving commands I, oh do it so that I'll give you some money it's not an employment so I don't have to reward you for what you do I don't reward my children for doing chores. My parents never rewarded me for doing chores. It was my duty to honor them through service. And now I don't feel guilty asking my children to clean my shoes. That's I don't right. remember the last time I cleaned my own shoes. That's it. Clean the dishes. I have no regrets. I did it. Yeah. Honor. So God doesn't have to reward you for honoring your father but it's so important that he says this one 
if I don't give an incentive, it will be a problem. So he said, honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment that has a promise with it. The others, but this is the first one. And it says, that it may be well with you, the next verse. That it may, verse 3, that it may be well with you. And that you may live long on this earth. Do you get the point? So, it, when you honor your parents, people who honor their parents, they live long and it gets well with them. They do well. You know, whenever things are not going well, ask yourself, is there any authority figure I'm being dishonorable to, including God? Yeah. And if you die early, ask yourself, why did I die early? Could it be that I dishonored my father and my mother? Could it be? How many died early? Is there anybody here who died early? So we can ask you. You will not die early in Jesus' name. Yeah. You'll be like David. Yeah. You know, between Jacob and Esau, Jacob honored the father. But Esau didn't. I don't know when he died, but Jacob, he lived. He lived. Bible says, even so much so that he said, we should die the death of the righteous. And the example they give is Jacob. He said, Jacob, he lived and lived and lived. He had issues, but he lived so much. And eventually, when it was time to die, he called all his children. Let me bless all of you. Bless all of them. And he told them, it's okay. Drank a little. Put a, and then went into the bed and put his head. And then he gave up the ghost. It's called the death of the righteous. You will not be dismembered in an accident in the name of Jesus Christ. You will drink Coca-Cola and say, look, I'm drinking my way to heaven. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the death of the righteous. Numbers chapter 23. Who can count the dust of Jacob? Dust of Jacob and the number of the fourth part of the, his descendant Israel. Let me die the death of the righteous and let my last end be like his. It shall be your story in Jesus' name. It comes from honor. He honored. Now, today, I am asked, and he honored his father, he honored his mother, but Esau didn't. He honored them so much that when it was time for the firstborn to be honored, the mother said, this guy doesn't honor me. He disobeys me, misbehaves. Jacob, the little boy, honors me. So I will trick the father and get the honor for Jacob. So he tricked his husband, Isaac, because he was blind, and made sure Jacob got the blessing. God will do everything possible for you to be blessed when you honor your father and your mother. Today, I'm not talking about honoring your biological father like Jacob. I'm talking about honoring God. Amen. Honoring God. Honoring, respecting, appreciating I mean, letting God be awesome to you. You know, when a, a man honors the father, it's like so, so much respect. I mean, when my father parents were alive, every month I send them stipends. I send them money. Every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't need it. You don't honor to satisfy a need. You honor because of the person what he's worth. So you see Psalm 150, I think it's the last verse, verse 4, verse 6. It says that we praise the Lord because of his excellent greatness and because of his mighty acts. You see, so there are two things that we praise him for. Praise him for his mighty acts. That's the commonest thing. We praise people for what they do. Yeah, we praise him. Wow. He, the, he built a house for me. 
he he he's married me well no, nobody celebrates a husband who's been beating them no 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 nobody praises them but so we praise naturally for the mighty acts that people do but there's another aspect that we praise for we praise for his excellent greatness for who he is he doesn't have to do anything but for what place he stands who he is his designation I honor, I honored my lecturers for who they were. I honor my pastor for the position that he holds. President Biden rides the Air Force One, but Antua Amina does not. It's because of the office he holds and who he is. Even if you are a, Republic, you are a Republican, you should honor him. Do you get that point? Now, God deserves honor. God deserves honor. So today I'm going to talk to you about levels of honor. Levels. There are different levels. And there are people who honor the Lord at different levels. And honor the people that represent him at different levels. You see, when you honor somebody, anybody who represents him, you also honor. Those who honor God, they honor the church. They respect the church. Those who honor God, they respect his worship. Those who honor God, they respect his praise. Those who honor God, they respect his words. Those who honor God, they also honor his men who represent him. Where is God? Ask somebody, have you seen God before? Where is God? Show me God. What color of clothes does he wear? What's his hair color? Is he black or white? Is he male or female? Many people say God is male because our father, Jesus said, let's pray our father. But Bible also calls God the mighty breasted one. Ah, maybe God has breasts. So, you know, it depends on you, but it doesn't matter. It's who he is, not even the kind of sex or gender. Who is God? Where is God? God is represented in many things, in many people. His church is called the bride of Christ. Represents him. Men of God represent him. His word represents him. His Holy Spirit is there to, be rep to represent God. So when we want to represent, when we want to honor God, we honor God through these entities who stand for what God is. Yeah. Or we honor his presence in the midst of worship. In the midst of worship. People who honor God, when worship is going on, they can't just be watching their phones. No, 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 no. Real reverence, you can't, you can't even do it. If you really worship God. Ladies and gentlemen, today I want us to think about it carefully. Many people who don't benefit from God, they don't acknowledge him, they don't honor him. Let me start by saying this. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, For without faith, it's impossible to please him. If you don't believe it, you can't please him. If you don't believe, without faith, it's not possible. It's not even, it's, it's, it's unthinkable. Without faith, it's not possible to please God. It's not possible and you can't. Combine means impossible. It's impossible and you cannot do it. There is nobody who pleases God if you don't really believe God strongly. See what I'm doing? 
See what I'm doing now? Preaching, going on outreach, visiting people. Sacrificing is out of faith because of what I believe. Because I work like you. Do I look like I'm wearing a cassock? No, I don't have one. I am a regular worker who decided, why not? I'm in Memphis. I'm a Christian. Go into the world. Go to the world. Go all out. I've decided to go out. If you do believe, if you believe, if you do believe, then do it. That's why I'm doing this. I get salary like you. I work, I was tired last night like you were tired. It's faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. What does that mean? Must believe in his existence, that he's real. That he exists. He that comes to God must believe. Do you know what that means? It means there are people who come to God but they don't believe. For God to say that. Said he that cometh to God. There are people believe me who come to God who don't believe he exists. He that cometh to God must believe and the word is must, not may. Must. You must to. You must to believe. Must believe. Believe what? First, not even must believe that he will bless you. Must believe. Everybody, most people who come to God, they come because of what we need. What we can have. Jesus Christ told the people who came, there's 5,000. Wow, people really believe. But when he started preaching, they all left. And he told Peter and the disciples, will you also leave me? You know what he told them? He said, you did not come to me because of who I am. You came because of the bread and the miracles. The miracle of the bread that I multiplied. But once the bread was finished, they were gone. The real people, they don't come because of bread. They come because of God. And because of God, they get bread also. So God says, look, when you come, come. Oh, it's okay to clap. He that comes, anybody who comes. You've come? Have you come? Ah, tell somebody, did you come to church today? Did you come? Why did you come? Ask a person, why are you here? Why are you here? Watch this. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why you must come to church. Must believe. One. That he God, he is. I am God is here. He is God. That's your first reason for coming. He's God. I'm coming to God. I'm coming to the church of God. I'm coming to the man of God. I'm coming to worship God. I am coming to God the Father. He is my Father. Acknowledge, recognize, recognize that He is God. He exists. He's real. Must believe that He is. So it means there are people who don't believe. They come that they don't believe that He is. But look at the second thing. And, and that is secondary. That's just an addition. And that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek things, right? Seek blessings. 
let me tell you, anybody who seeks blessings, you are in the wrong place. You must, number one, believe that he is. Number two, believe that he rewards those who diligently seek him. He doesn't reward those who diligently seek things. When you seek him, you will find him. When you find him, you will find your rewards. When you find the rewards, the blessings will follow. That's key. That's key. That's key. That's key. Christians are suffering because they have not actualized the scripture. We know this scripture. We know about it, but we don't know it. Without faith, it's impossible. It's not even possible to please him. And he only wants people who please him. He that cometh to him, to God, must believe. Must. It's a must. You must do. Believe that he is. One time I was praying. You know, this is my daughter here. Yeah. The, this mother is my baby sister. She doesn't like me saying baby sister, but she's my baby sister. So one day we're praying. She came to have a baby. We're praying. And I prayed. When we finished, everybody prayed. And God, I said, brother. I said, what's up? So you know what? Anytime you pray, you pray as if God is at the table with us. And then I asked her, what? That's how it's supposed to be. I was very shocked at what she said. But that's how most of us think. She got up and said, you know, the way you pray is different from the way we all have prayed. And I said, what's the difference? She said, because when you are praying, you, you speak as if God is standing here with us. And I said, that is how I've always prayed. That's the only way I've known to pray. I don't waste time with my prayers. Let me tell you that it is true that most of us here don't believe. Yes. Most of us, that's what you would have said. And why are you praying as if God is sitting here? If I talked to the Holy Spirit, I said, you know what? Listen, please wake me up. I've told, please wake me up at five o'clock exactly. If you don't wake me up, I will lose my job. I talked talk to him like that. Let me tell you, if you don't believe that what I'm saying is true, how many believe that if Jesus Christ's assistant is here, he would do better than us? How many of you are better than Peter? How many of you are better than John? Jesus' disciples that he trained. They behaved like this. One time in Acts chapter 12, verse 5. You know, the whole thing, Peter was taken to prison. And 16 prisoners was, and they locked four gates. They, they had killed James and they wanted to kill Peter. You know, the church gathered together and they started praying. Fire! Fire! You know how Christians pray? Agbaya. I don't what is Agbaya. I don't know. I don't understand it. As if they are throwing shot put. I don't get it. Talk to God like God. Like your friend. Like your father. Is that how to talk to your father? Are you threatening him? Why are you threatening God? Hey, sometimes my heart. Anyway, whatever it is, please calm down. Tell somebody, calm down. It's not a threat. It's not a fight. We are, we are praying to him. We are not fighting him. Come on now. Hey. Where is the pepper? That you what did you eat that was hot? I don't know. Ask them. Now. Peter was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing in the church 
and to God for him. Prayer was going on. Fire! Fire! They prayed. They prayed. Now watch what happened. In verse 12. Verse 12. Now they prayed. Eh? And when, the verse, verse, verse 14. And when? Watch this. Watch what happened. Peter. No. Go to verse 10. Now the angels came and released Peter. Just for information. Then Peter prayed. And the angel of the Lord at night came and cut all the chains release and then Peter came out of the door he was astonished he said wow this is amazing so Peter went in and when Peter was come to himself he said wow now I know for a surety that the Lord has sent his angel are you surprised and he has delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from the expectation of the Jews and when Peter had come to him yeah, next verse verse 12 so when he had considered this he came to the house of Mary the mother of John, who sent what was Mark. The place where many people were gathered together praying for Peter's release. They came to church to intercede. Watch this. Next. And Peter knocked at the door of the church and a girl named Rhoda came to answer. Rhoda. Tell me Rhoda. Little girl, Rhoda. When Rhoda recognized, the word is recognized, Peter's voice because of her gladness, excitement, she did not even open the gate. She was full of, wow, God has done something powerful. She was so overwhelmed. She ran and announced that Peter is standing before the gate, man. Church, Peter has arrived. Your prayers have been answered. God is good. God is good. He started, she started rejoicing. Little girl Rhoda. Do you know how the disciples reacted? you'll be shocked. They reacted the way you would react. Watch this. Let's keep watching the movie. But they said to her, you are beside, give me new living, you are beside yourself. New living say you are out of your mind. You are mad. How does a Christian speak that way? You have been praying all day, all night for Peter to be released. When Peter is released, a little girl comes to announce and you say you are mad. What does that mean? They didn't believe. They did not believe. Why were you praying? You make nonsense of prayer. You make nonsense of going to church. You make nonsense of church services by your activity and by your lack of faith. Believe it. Listen, you should put God to the test. You should sometimes tell God, God, if you don't do this, you are not real. That's if you believe. That's if you believe. What is this watered down Christianity that we see these days? That's the reason why you don't pay tithes. Because you don't believe. That's the reason why you come to church late. Because you don't believe. Your attitude towards God is what determines your rewards. He that believed that if President Biden was coming here, we said everybody come here, will you be late? Will he even open you? Believe. Our faith in God is so rudderless. They told Rhoda, Rhoda, you are out of your mind, they said. When she insisted, someone say, I insist. I insist that God is real. I insist that he will answer my prayer. I insist that God exists. I insist, no matter what you say. No matter your attitude. 
Well, you can decide not to pay tithe all you want. I insist that I'm bringing my tithe to the Lord. I insist. I insist that God is real. I insist. Rhoda insisted. May we find more Rhodas in the church. Oh, Rhodaless church. May we find more Rhodas. When she insisted, they decided it must be his angel. Look at that. They are trying to be spiritual now. Okay. You may have seen something, but it can't be Peter. It must be his angel. In other words, Peter is dead. Or his angel is just come. Ladies and gentlemen, he that comes to God must believe that he is. Believe. Is the reason why our worship is watered down. This is the reason why people don't want to sing for the Lord. This is the reason why people can even watch pornography in church. This is the reason why you can leave the church and start cursing. This is the reason why we don't forgive people. This is the reason why the church looks like more like the world than the church. This is the reason why unbelievers sometimes do better than believers. But the first level of honor, honoring God, is to recognize him as God. First level, write it down. To recognize him as God. That is honor. <clears throat> In other words, to be like Rhoda. Rhoda. Rhoda recognized this is God. This is what God has done. Believe it. The Bible says in Psalm 14, this is Psalm of Proverbs, Psalm, I think, 14, verse 1. It said, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. Christians don't say, Have you heard your brother say, There's no God? They won't be here. They say it in their heart. When you say something in the heart, it's only expressed, not in your words, it's expressed in your actions. Do you think, for example, if you believe that God exists, and he says, you believe in his word, and he says, for example, about quiet time, that Jesus rose up early in the morning, went to a solitary place and prayed, you wouldn't also pray every morning. Javis, say amen. You wouldn't also read your Bible. If you really believed that the Bible is his word, would you not pay your tithe? 10%. Would you not do it? But they say it in their heart and it shows in their actions. These people never said that there is no God. But they said, oh, it must be this. It must be. They were going through the motions, but in their heart, they never believed the prayer they were praying. The fool has said, there is no God. The Bible says, when you do that, they are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. When that thing is in your heart, you will never do the righteous things. Let me tell you something. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. 
Him. Him. God. His existence. Him. It's about Him. Let's make it about God. Let's make it about God and the things He represents. His church. The man of God. His worship. His praise. His tithe. His word. His spirit. The things of God. It will settle everything. The devil will be afraid of you. Ten times. To recognize is to accept and acknowledge as valid. I said the first level of honor is to recognize him. It means what? To acknowledge or accept or receive him as valid. Valid. Or legitimate. Legitimate or valid. Is God legitimate to you? Is he valid? How do we know? Would you act like Rhoda in this story or you would act like the disciples? Yeah. You know, one day I lost my iPad on the airplane. I searched. I said, I couldn't find it. Airplane. I was sleeping and they got reading. I got up and I got up. I picked my bag and I came out. When I got to there, I, when I was coming out, it occurred to me twice. You've left your iPad in the, in the plane. But I was so tired, I didn't want to go back. I heard the voice again. You've left your iPad in the car, in the plane. I heard it again. I didn't go back. I said, oh, the Holy Spirit speaks to me like that. But I ignored it. I was so tired. I just kept moving. And in the morning, I was supposed to go and preach the evening. And I noticed that the iPad was not there. And my bag was there. No iPad. I cried to God. Because everything was inside. And I was supposed to preach in a big conference. You know, I knelt down. I told Lord, Holy Spirit, please bring me the iPad. Somehow. Somehow. Bring me the iPad. I planned I was going to go to the airport, launch a thing. In fact, I didn't have planned I'll buy another iPad. And then I'll download this, you know, the sync from the cloud. If nothing happens. And someone tell me, why don't you exercise your faith? Why? Why is God there? I told God. I went on my knees. I told God. I now answer. I want it from you. Not from the pilot. You'd be surprised. I got up. I was walking. I took my bag and I searched it again. Nothing was inside. As I was coming back on the bed, there it was, the iPad. Black. Yes, this one. Clap for Jesus. There it was. There it was. On the bed I slept on and shaking everything. It was There it was. Rhoda. Rhoda-like faith. Maybe you should live at Rhode Island. That's it. Bible says there are some people that have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5. They have it. Godliness is a form of godliness. It's a type. It's a level of honor. Ladies and gentlemen, God presents himself. You have not seen God before, but you've seen his church, the power of his church. You've seen the man of God. Recognize the man of God that God gives you. The Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 23 from verse 37. Write it down. Matthew chapter 23. See, one of the things that shows that you believe is you write notes. Matthew 23 from verse 37. The Bible says, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the city of our Lord where God exists. O church. Oh, church, 
the one who kills the prophets and you stone those that are sent to you. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. You are not willing. Most Christians will be shocked. They are not willing to do what God wants them to do. You'll be shocked. Most Christians are not willing. But you are like Rhoda. Say amen. Say, I am the willing type. Yeah. I believe there are great Rhodas in this church. Say, I'm one of the Rhodas. I believe that God exists. I believe that God exists. And my life shows. Life shows. I believe it. I really believe that in this church there are a lot of rulers. There are definitely some, but even those that are changing. Amen. Amen. God said, How often? It often means frequently. I wanted to gather them. I really wanted them. Oh, my children, what are you doing? Come under my wings. I want to cover you. You don't believe it. Come. I want to gather you like a hen gathers the chicks under his wings. They don't believe it. Christians don't believe it. Last Friday, we had a powerful prayer meeting. Many Christians didn't come under the covering. Tomorrow, evening, tomorrow morning, 5 a.m., we'll be having a prayer time at dawn, 5 to 6. Many of us don't come. Oh, how often I wanted to gather them. We have Basenta, area Basenta meetings. Many of you do not. I wanted to gather them. God said, I wanted to gather them like a hen gathering her chick. But no, you are not willing. Tell somebody, are you willing? I've asked several times, how many want to join the choir, but they are not willing? You don't recognize God. I've asked several times, how many want to join the... You see the little kids that play the instrumentalists? They, this is a frustration team. Out of frustration, I put that team together. Because the people that know to do it, they won't do it. I'm telling you. Out of frustration. Last week, you see the babies? All the adults that sing, they were not at the rehearsal. Only the two babies were there. Only the two babies. And the adults have come to make, yeah. No, the, the two babies who came for rehearsal. That's why they're in the choir. And you see the instrument? These instruments have been here for 35 years. Maybe 75. Nobody. Meanwhile, God has given gifts to people, but they are not willing. I told you, stay here. We had one rehearsal. That's what it produced. Can you imagine if we had rehearsal every week? They're supposed to be film stars who act. I've said it many times. I just need one person, committed person, who's willing. One committed person who believes. This is a church with a reflection of one person who believes. Who believes? One person who believes. Look at the results. Can you imagine if we were even 20 who believe and there are different, 20 different groups like this? At the Basenta. At a weekend. People don't like God, eh? People don't believe in God, eh? People like the things that God brings. Not God himself. 
Like I've seen people who marry because of citizenship and American citizenship, not because of the woman. Don't let me see anybody do that here. Please. I will speak to somebody in heaven if you deceive a woman like that in this church or a man like that in this church. Don't deceive any of my sheep. Please, don't. It's not righteous. It won't be good. Say amen. But look, verse 38, Matthew 23. Say that you are not with. See how your house is left to you desolate. He says, God says, I can't do anything with you. I want to do many things for you. You are empty. You are not full of the signs of God's presence. Because you are not willing. Because you, 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 you don't behave like Rhoda. How many see me when I come to church? What is the first thing I do? What do I do? Pray, pray. What? You need them and pray. How come you two, when you come, you don't need them and pray? You see me do this. Why do you think I do that? I recognize God. Go to the Catholic church. The bar. At the presence. The bar. They are not idol worshippers. They are honoring people. They honor God. Let's change. And let our house not be desolate. Desolate means empty. Empty of God's actions. Empty of God's role. Empty of God's prayers that he's answered. Empty of supernatural things. Empty of miracles. Believe in miracles. Believe like Rhoda. If you behave like Rhoda, your life will be a supernatural life. I'm telling you honestly. I never use an alarm clock to wake up. I tell Holy Spirit, it's five o'clock that I need to get up. Even if I sleep at three, if you don't wake me up, you will be shaming yourself. Oh yeah. I have a nickname for him. I call him Holy Go. Yeah. It's a sign of intimacy. I'm going to teach you about intimacy of the Holy Spirit. God willing. Have to be intimate with him. He's your helper. He's your teacher. He's your guide. He's real. He's very real. He speaks to me. He brought me an iPad when I needed it. Listen. Recognize him. Your house will never be desolate again. Your house will be filled again with the presence of God. With the angelic presence. Angels exist. They are in my house. They are around me. They, are, they should be around you. Then he said, Matthew 23, verse 38. For I say to you, you shall not see me, or you shall see me no more until you say, what? Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Clap for Jesus. God says, you will not see me physically. What you need to start doing is to see the tokens of his presence. Blessed is he who comes. He's in the name of the Lord. The church comes in the name of the Lord. The man of God comes in the name of the Lord. Right? Yeah. The word of God comes in the name of the Lord. You will be blessed when you see. You will never see the actions of God. You will never see God until you start saying, blessed is he. For example, if you don't receive me, as God's messenger, you'll never see God. Yeah. A 
if I had not believed Bishop Dag as a man of God, I would never see the power of God. I had to believe that this man of God has been sent by. That's why every Sunday I'll ask him, I bring his video to come and pray for us on the communion time. Because he's the founder of this church. His obedience is what changed me. I was a pimp. I, was, I lived in a nightclub. My father owns a nightclub, a dance band, and a beer bar. I had been rejected by a girl because of my father's profession before. Not this girl who married me. But there was another doctor I wanted to marry. He told me, what I go to my father's house, what should I say? That your father sells beer? Drinks? I knew that my father had stopped drinking. He said, no. That you, 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 are, you are ex-official pimp. All those things won't fly in my house. He told me. That's how terrible my background is. But I believed in him. Him crucified. He transformed my life. And I saw a man of God who represented. Blessed God says your house will be dusted. You will not see any supernatural thing. Unless you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Yeah, I believe in men of God. I do. So our bishop is such a blessing to me. And I'm sorry that perhaps I have not presented him the way I should to you. He represents God well. Look at the miracles God has used him to do. He's only just turned 60. Has 6,000 churches to his ministry. Campaigns. Supernatural miracles. Many countries. Out of which I didn't go to a Bible school. Just by listening to the words that God gave him. Look at the transformation it's brought. I've become a ruder. Ladies and gentlemen, recognize God and his representatives and the things that represent him. The word of God. The man of God is one of them. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles 20 verse 20. The last part, it says, Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. As for establishment of Christianity, no problem. But believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Christian prosperity does not come only because you believe God and you sit down. Believe God fully. Believe his word. Believe his man. Believe in his church. Believe the things that represent God. Says establishment will come when you believe God. But God says, you see that, he says, you will never see me unless you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And God said, you will be established, but believe his prophets, then you will prosper. I see Christian prosperity coming to you in Jesus' name. You'll prosper financially. You'll prosper spiritually. You'll prosper maritally. There is. Listen, Jesus Christ was not received. People didn't prosper. The Bible says he came to his own and his own received him not. 
So recognize the people God sent you. Recognize the church of God as the church of God. Recognize the men of God as the men of God. Recognize the word of God as the word of God. Don't throw your Bible away. How can you be a Christian and you don't have the Bible app on your device? How can it be? But you have a lot of apps. Not the Bible. Not the word of the most important person in life. How can you say you believe? There should be not even one person in this church who doesn't have the Bible on your phone. And it's free. Pastor Richard, please set the paper at the top. Everybody take your Bible. Take your device there. We will download the Bible for you. Don't leave this place without it. Be a roader. Be a roader. Don't deny the power. And read it. The Bible is not a talisman. It's not something you magically put under your pillow. And it only works when it enters you. Clap for Jesus. Yeah. The word of God is God. That is why when God sends a man of God, do you know what he sends? That brings me to the second part. When you want to believe God, believe in, recognize his words. Yeah. Listen gladly to his words. So believe God and believe the things that represent God. The man of God, the word of God, the church of God. Believe. Otherwise, your house will be dead solid. Now, listen to God. How do you listen to God? How do you get faith? Hearing. What, is it in the Bible? You sure? No. I don't believe it. It's in the Bible. Joy, is it in the Bible? What does it say? Faith without works is dead. Faith cometh by hearing and doing. No. Good. That's the first part. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Where is it in scripture? Hebrews, no. Romans, what? 10, 17. That's correct. Clap for the church. Bring it up. So then, faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing by what? The word of God. Wow. Do you believe that? Faith doesn't come by reading. It comes by hearing. Wow. 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 How can you hear? God gave the Bible. But your faith will come by hearing. Do you know what that means? He will give you somebody who will teach you the word to hear and to believe for faith to come. That's why you need a man of God. Clap for Jesus again. You honor the Lord by listening to his word and generating faith. God gave his word, but he gave people to preach it. Did you know that in the early church, Philip, great disciple, he was going to, and then there was an Ethiopian eunuch, great man, rich, who was reading the Bible. Bring it up. I think it's Acts chapter 8. He was reading the Bible, and he was reading, reading the place where it says Isaiah. I said, Richard, yeah, find it. Yeah, find it. And Philip went there and said, what are you reading? The man said, he said, Philip asked, do you understand what you are reading? He said, understandest thou what thou readest? Understandest thou 
Watch the Acts 8 verse 30. It says, so Philip ran to him. Philip ran to that to him and heard him reading the prophet, the book Isaiah and said, do you understand? Bring King James. New King James. Do you understand what you're reading? Watch this carefully. Do you know the man's answer? How can I, unless someone guides me, King James says, unless someone teaches me, and he asked Philip to sit down with him and to teach him. That's the power of a man of God. That's the power of a basenta leader. That's the power of a fellowship leader. But that's the power when God gives you a teacher like Bishop Daggywood Mills. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Let me tell you, faith comes by hearing. If you are not in church and you don't hear, it's only when you have faith that you will even read your Bible. It takes faith to read the Bible. And that faith is generated in church. That faith is generated through preaching. You must listen to preaching. Those who read the Bible without preaching are different from those who read the Bible and hear preaching. They are two different people. Yeah, they are two different people. God wrote the Bible. But he gave men of God to interpret it. When he gave the commandments to Moses, he didn't say, just go and give it to them. He said, go and teach it. <laughs> Did you know that? He said, go and teach it. The Enoch said, how can I understand unless somebody teaches me? So when I see people who are in church and they are not writing notes, I get jittery. Your faith is in the balance. God gave Moses the word. And he said, Deuteronomy chapter 6, watch this. So, this is how the Ethiopian, you know, got born again through preaching. He had been reading for years, never got born again. But when Philip sat there and preached, the, blessed are you if you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Yeah. That's why in Memphis, the devil has thrown dust in many people's eyes. Many people don't go to church. They don't have to, anything to do with the pastor. And the faith goes down. So they live as Christians, but they don't operate as Christians. In fact, they have, everybody has a church in Memphis. But most people don't have a pastor. Or they know the name of their pastor, but they don't listen. I want to encourage you to listen to your pastor. Deuteronomy chapter 6, you'll be shocked. From verse 1, Moses started speaking. He said, now, this is the commandment. And these are the statutes and judgment which the Lord your God has commanded me to teach you. Not to give to you, to, to teach you. Wow. Teachers are powerful. That's why I appreciate Apostle Joel, Bishop Doug. Yeah, to me, they've changed everything about my life. I had a Bible before I met them. But I was never a believer. Until I heard them teaching, breaking it down. When God gives you a man of God, he brings you to break it down for you by size. That's what these books are supposed to be. How to pray. You never know. You want to know how to pray. I'm going to read the Bible to know how to pray. But it's been broken down. Then you pick this book, how to pray. You want to know about demons and how to deal with them. Demons, how to deal with them by size. Today I'm going to give all of you all 100 books for free. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Digital. Moses said, God has given me these judgments and all. 
commanded me to teach you so that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess. God wants you to cross over. God is giving you a new land, a promised land, a new life, a life that is supernatural, a road that kind of life. Christianity, once you join and you get a teacher who teaches you well, you will never be on the same side where you are. You will cross over. You will cross over. May you cross over in Jesus' name. You will definitely cross over. I have crossed over. I may have been a pimp. I may have been raised in a nightclub. Some of the things I've seen, you can only watch on pornography videos. But I saw them live. Forgive me, but this your pastor is not perfect. But it's under the blood. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Why are you looking at me like that? It's like, yes, pastor, is that corrupted? Don't bring yourself. Can't you see I'm preaching powerfully now? Yeah. It's under the blood. But what you watch on screen that you have to press before they start moving, I was there, live. Don't look at me like that. It's under the blood. All things have become new. Ladies and gentlemen, but this is the teacher God sent. Bishop Doug has taught. I've learned about demonology. I've learned about how to preach. I've learned about humility, formula for him. I've learned about how to neutralize curses from him. I've learned about the blood of Jesus Christ, blood power. I've learned how to catch the anointing. I've learned, name it, claim it, and take it. Oh, I'm sure you want I've learned, why must I be a soul winner? 120 reasons. I have learned spiritual dangers, including fornication, which you just taste like now it's on your tongue. I've learned. Today, you carry all these home. Not only that, but I want you to know that the podcast of our bishop is free. It's free. I'm going to send you the link. Pastor Richard, show them the link and put it on. There is link for free items, but you have not used it. Moses said, God gave me the commandment. He didn't tell me to keep it by myself. But what did he say? Please, bring the Moses again in Deuteronomy chapter 6. He says, so that I will teach you. He gave it to me by revelation. He didn't give to the whole congregation. He gave to a Moses. Every congregation has a Moses. Our Moses happens to be Bishop Dag. Oh, may he live long. He's taught me. See how nicely I'm preaching to you? From pimping to preaching. And powerful preaching too. Glory to God. Come on now. Now I'm connecting you directly to the source. Tell somebody the root. The first root is the Bible. You, you cannot connect to any man of God until you connect to the Bible. God says, believe in the Lord your God so that you shall be established. Then secondly, believe his prophets. So shall you prosper. So God says, never connect to a man of God if you don't know the Bible. Never connect to Bishop Dag if you don't read your Bible. It's useless. Never connect to Pastor Lindsay. So the first thing I told you is that, read the Moses said, I received the commandment. Let's read. Let's read. He said, I received. You see that link? I'll show you. I received the commandment from God. Statues. And God commanded me to teach you. 
so that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess. Verse 2. Now, this is the commandment. And these are the statutes. What? I said verse 2. So that you may fear the Lord, your God. You know, when you are taught, sometimes you read the Bible, you don't understand. Just like, a, you know, but the pastor teaches you and you fear God. I read the Bible several years. But when he was preaching under the anointing, the fear of God came into me. Moses was used to go. The Bible says by a prophet, God led Israel out of Egypt. By a prophet, he will preserve them. And he said, so that you will fear the Lord to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I, Moses, am commanding you. And you and your son and your grandson should keep them all the days of your life so that your days may be prolonged. Did you hear that? He said, he told me, he gave me the command to teach you. And if I teach you and you teach your children and your children's children, you will live long. You will prosper. Then the verse 3. Therefore hear, listen. Did you hear that? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the, the, by the word of God. Moses said hear. He didn't even say read. Hear, O Israel, and be careful to observe it. Hear the teachings and do it so that you, it may be well with you so that you may multiply greatly as the Lord God of your father. You may not understand the connection, but a man of faith who listens to messages, who listens to preaches, and is guided by the faith that of the faith of hearing, you are a prosperous man. Believe in his prophet, so shall you prosper. You are a prosperous man. This is what God told Moses. How does he do it? Watch this, verse 4. A land flowing with honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord God, the Lord is one God. Now watch this. Next verse. You shall love the Lord your God. Now go to Deuteronomy chapter 4. And let me read for you over there. This is what God told Moses. Chapter 4 from verse 1. You'll be shocked. Ladies and gentlemen, anybody who doesn't listen to your pastor's preaching, you are missing out on faith. Now, oh Israel, listen. Again, it's listen, oh, not even read. Listen to the last statute and judgment which I teach you to observe. That you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord of your fathers is giving you. Next verse, verse 2. You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. Christians, believe God's word and obey it. Verse 3. Verse 3. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did to Balpoa. You know, everything he said he did. Then verse 4. Watch this. But you, you who held fast to the Lord your God, you are alive today. Every one of you. God saves. I said, God saves. I said, the Lord saves. Keep believing. You will live. Then, verse 5. It says, surely, watch this again, teaching. I, Moses, have taught you statutes and judgments. Just as the Lord my God commanded me. Every pastor has been commanded to teach. And it's your responsibility to hear the teaching. Today, I'm going to give you access to countless loads of teaching that will bless you. That has blessed me and will bless you. On Spotify, on podcast, on dagwordmills.com, on books that I'll give you. Learn it. 
that you should act according to these statutes in the land which you go to possess. Then verse 6. Therefore be careful to observe them or to do them for this is your wisdom. Christians would think differently. Your wisdom should be different from the world. The world will say, if you slap me, I'll slap you. Your wisdom is different. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Peace is an empire. You will rule in your heart. Yeah. Somebody will scream, scream, but you will say, apply love. You will be shocked because that's your wisdom. Somebody taught you about love. Somebody taught you about humility. Somebody taught you about forgiveness. Somebody talked to you about prayer. And therefore, your weapons are different. And they are mighty. Only they run through God. But they still pull down strongholds. They cast down imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Christianity, Christians don't become poor. Because of Christianity. You have, your thinking must be changed. It is your wisdom. God says the word of God must be your wisdom. The way you think. Wisdom is the way you think. The way you process. This is your wisdom. This is your wisdom. Today, let your wisdom be guided by the word. Be guided by preaching. Be guided by the spirit of God. By the statutes of God. This is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the people who hear all these statutes. And they will say, surely this great nation is a wise and an understanding people. This is your wisdom. You will be different from all nations. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, so these are the books. This is the podcast that I'm showing you. You go there, darkywatmills.org. We're going to be putting it on all the platforms. And I've showed you, that's right there, darkywatmills.org. There's so much that God has given us. I want you to tap into it. Listen to the teachings that have written all these books. Let me put it on your device. Replace the pornography videos with camp meetings. These are all messages, camp meetings that have been done. I am going to spend time to explain at the center level what these are. What has made me this way? It can make you even better. Because I never had a digital machine. You have the iPad, you have the iPhone, you have all kinds of devices. When I was growing up from the pimp stage of my life, there was no such thing. But I studied it. I wrote notes. I have books of notes. And now here I am teaching you. May the Lord open your eyes. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word. May you become a ruder because of faith. The disciples, they had not applied the faith. May you apply the faith. May God bless you and honor you. In the name of Jesus. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Rise to your feet. You know, I'm going to have a part two for you next week, God willing. Some practical things that will set you apart. Everybody will see that you're different. You know, Israel is different from the whole world. Did you know that? Among the world, they are the richest in America. Forbes books. They are the, the millionaires. More than half are Jews. When you go to New York, the skyscrapers, more than 50% are owned by Jews. Guinness Book of Records, the top several Jews, top lawyers, top doctors, top mathematicians. It was Albert Einstein a Jew? Yes. 
This is how they became their wisdom. I have a Jewish friend at my workplace who's been teaching me. And I've come to realize that God wants Christians to be like Jews. But it has to start like Moses. God gives you a teacher. He gave us Jesus Christ. He's also called the Word. And he presented the Word and he anointed men so that they can teach the Word like he would. Before he left, he anointed Peter and the 120. He said they should go and preach. When he, they preached, 3,000 people got born again. Today, put your hand on your heart. And I want to ask you a question. Are you a ruder? Or are you inside there praying without faith? Are you humble enough to change today? Will you acknowledge and recognize God for who he is and his man of God and the teachings which I am transmitting to you and say that truly this is my wisdom. I want to change. Today God is giving you an opportunity to start afresh. If you are here, you want to start afresh. You want to tell the Lord, I now understand that this is my wisdom. I really want you. I want you to know that I know you exist. I'm accepting. I'm going to be a ruder from today. You want the spirit of ruder to come upon you today. You want to start afresh. It doesn't matter that you're a shepherd, you're a pastor. It doesn't matter that you've been in the church for 35 years. All that means nothing. If you are not a roader, you may be in leadership. If anybody is here who wants a transformation, who wants to give the Lord a fresh start, you want to tell the Lord, start me all over again. This is me. If you are here like that, lift up your hand. God bless you. God bless you. I see many. God bless you. One, two, three, four, five, six. There are more people. Believe me. Today will be your day of transformation. It will be done and you will live Bible says you will cross over you will cross over you know I want can you give me some oil the spirit of God come if your hand is up come 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 with me I want to touch you with the oil and you will be transformed faith clap for them clap for them as they come clap 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 father behold these people who are boldly in humility come before you. They want a fresh start. Lord, give it to them. I lift this oil to you. Transform it to the holy anointing oil. Your word says every vessel that you touched in the temple was changed. They became your possession. Lord, let everybody here become yours. Take them over nothing left for the world or the devil anymore. From today, rule in their lives. Let them cross over to the promised land and may that supernatural life of faith that Rhoda lived made manifest in their lives. Let their lives be a manifestation of visions, dreams, angels, supernatural activity. Let them hear your voice. Let them be the evidence that people have always needed to say that God is real. May your perfect will be done in there. Lift up your voice if you're up front here and speak to the Lord. Tell the Lord, I take on the spirit of Rhoda. 
I am blessed with the spirit of Rhoda. I am blessed with the spirit of faith. I believe you. I want to please you. I want to say that you exist for real. Let my life become proof of your, the reality of God. I want to live supernaturally. Just like Peter. People will think I'm an angel. I pray. Make me like Rhoda. Transform me. Father, look at your people. Now, if you are in front here, say this. Say, Almighty Father. I've come again. I'm here. I don't mind starting afresh. What's the use of a life that has not really started? Ah, I want to live the Rhoda type of life. The life of faith. The life of power. The life of your glory. The life of your anointing. The life of a supernatural Christian who obeys you. Who gets rewards because of faith. And now say this, Almighty Father, grant me a new spirit, a new heart of faith to believe your word, to obey your word, to receive your word, to listen to preaching. Open my ears, open my heart so that I can hear with the ear of faith, with the heart of faith, to become a rhoda, a supernatural being, the kind that you wanted me to be. I am born again. All things are passed away. I receive your new heart. I receive your new spirit. I receive your new power. To walk a new life. Lift up your hand. Father, I pray, anoint. Consecrate them for your life. You are consecrated for God's blessings. Consecrated. Mama, you are healed. I hear the word healing. Healing. Wow. He said, I'm not just healed you, I've made you whole. Be blessed, mama. May the Lord consecrate you. May you be dedicated to God Almighty. You and your family. It's okay. You and your family. Brother, you and your family. You and your family. God is consecrating you. You are special to God. Believe it. You are special. You are special. By this step you've taken, you are special. God is raising a special breed. You watch it. You've crossed over. See it alone. The crossover is done. Say, Lord, I receive you. I receive your spirit. I cross over once and for all. Ah, the blood of Jesus Christ will work on you. I believe it. It will answer to every attack on your life. You watch it. Those nightmares will not come again. God is giving you a fresh start. Marcus, you are blessed. Mama, God bless you. You will affect many by the unction. Supernaturally. It's not over. God will use you to affect many people. Ah, the oil of gladness will be a blessing to many. In Jesus' name. You are blessed. You are honored. May the honor of the Lord rest upon you. May the power of God Almighty rest upon you. Be special to God. A new heart. A new heart. A new heart. Receive it. A new heart for you, your family. Ah, God says, I'm entering your home. I am coming. Strong. 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 I'll come. I will never come alone. Ah, seven superior angels have been deployed. Assigned for you. Oh yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Your tears will be wiped away. 
for God says I hear you yes I hear you I've heard your cry yes I sent my word and healed you to deliver you from your destruction in the name of Jesus. receive that power right now right now right now right now right now yes ah yeah that's Help the power him. of god god jesus touch him it's so strong it's so touch strong him. it's so strong so strong that's the power of god oh yes ah god gave you a new tongue too that's it that's it that's it that's the gift of god that's it that's the gift of god it's so powerful god's power is here i tell you yes god's power is here is giving you a gift you will never be the same receive the gift of god Receive the power of God. Receive the glory of God. Be anointed for fresh works. Be anointed for fresh works. I hear fresh works in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Not only will your tears be wiped, but you will be healed as well. You and your family. In Jesus' name. Be blessed. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.